0: This is the Workplace Ninja podcast, coming to you live from our summit in Baden with highlights, insights and interviews. So, I'm are back. The video is running. We're on the live stream. Cool. And uh, Peter is back. Yep. So,
1: how was your day so far? Uh, good, good. Yeah, I had some good sessions. that. Didn't some Attended good sessions, but uh, yeah. um.
0: Well, it's it's day three. It's it's (laughs) tired. It's day three already. How is that for you guys? We have on the table Per Larsen, Pia. Oh, uh, (laughs) how how do we pronounce it? So to be correct, as we say in Danish, Pierre. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you from Denmark? Yeah, I'm
2: from Denmark. I'm working in Uh, the engine engineering organization. Team called the Cat, where we talk to the most strategic customers about what they need and what they want and why they cannot deploy the software as it is today, and then we talk to the feature pms and the devs on how to
0: actually improve the product for the future and next to next to you ele oh let's have a, a second I need to change there was there was a community session uh, up front, so uh, I need to change uh, some some gear. Um, now sh- you should be online. Testing, testing. Yeah. yeah we what is, what yeah. is that? Ale, who are you?
3: Hey, my name is Um For those of you who know Pele, the football player, you can mm-hmm. take away the P. That's an easier way to <laughs> remember Don't my name it. when you yeah. see the, the letters. Um, I am a PM lead. So I manage a, a team of product managers at Microsoft in the feature team for Intune. Um, I focus on everything to do with onboarding windows so mm-hmm. autopilot enrollment into device management and on the windows platform as well as end user experiences so things like the company portal and how end users interact with their management as well um based in the uk actually so oh, okay. a lot of late nights but it's all right
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah um you guys have a with a lot of microsoft people you're over here um uh, you guys are doing lots of sessions um how many did, did you already so
3: I was lucky I was on I was originally meant to do three I ended up doing
2: one and being present for the other <laughs> to answer questions
3: yeah yeah, yeah. And
0: I, did, yeah. I was for you yeah uh, yeah
2: I was about to do four but the same we were sh- should be four people on stage and that was too much so we actually took two, r- two of us out so I did uh, two sessions but uh, were in the other ones uh, to help support, to answer yeah. answering questions
0: yeah. yeah and what was the mean uh, that the main message in general uh, to give away to the people what 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 did you do in the sessions yeah
3: um, so feel free to add uh, in general it was a reminder of the core messages when it comes to onboarding and the future of onboarding so firstly there's the um, on-prem to cloud which really trying to help our customers get to full cloud management to open them up to a lot of value that comes, whether it's some of the AI that's going to come, whether it's analytics, whether it's um, um, just being able to remotely manage things really well. Um, and then we can add a lot more there. But the vision is pure cloud management with ID, not hybrid, <laughs> pure cloud no. management. So yeah, that's yeah. one of the big things. And then Autopilot plays a very core um, role in that. So we had a session on just letting people understand where Autopilot is today, some of the main things we've done over the last year and then um, some of the ideas that we're having for the next iteration of that so that's kind of at a high level the things that uh, messages that we were involved in do you have anything to add
2: yeah uh, the first session that i did was uh, together with one of the the PMs and, and one of our dev, dev leads. Uh, and that was on uh, how to enable um, cloud PKI that's coming out uh, yeah. next year. So that is also part of our cloud strategy. So you can do everything cloud first. You don't need to have something uh, on-premise. So we did a live demo of how to actually configure that within five minutes, uh, stage uh, Monday. And this morning we talked about um, how to manage apps in the cloud. And uh, what we are going to do with uh, the new product inside the Intune Suite, uh, Enterprise App uh, app Management, where we are getting you a co- catalog where you can uh, download app into Intune Tenant, deploy it to the user, and update them. Um, but that is only a cloud feature and not coming to, to Config Manager. There's nothing wrong with Config Manager, and it will stay there, and it will work if you are in a, in a co-managed state. Yeah. But for new devices that what Ellie was saying go into Azure ad through the autopilot experience having in tune to deploy, to deploy both policies and uh, an app and maintain that uh, as long as the, the device is actually alive from the end user perspective
0: and cloud Pki is a big thing because <laughs> when when we start recording uh, this this Wednesday um, with Ramya and Steve that was one of the things Ramya demoed also in the in, in this in, in the, in the, the notes, session. Yeah. Um, after that, we talked with two in, in, within two other sessions about cloud PKI. You mentioned it again, so it's it's a big thing, um, and we have talked a little about it with the others. But having the knowledge of uh, a PKI environment, it's hard to get them as uh, to get them in, into your organization and now delivering it. And configure it within five minutes. Yeah, that's that's a huge step forwards for many organizations. But if we look into on-prem to cloud, um, what are the biggest challenges that there are? For example, within uh,
2: for, for one of the first channels that we get is the customer perspective that when you have an Azure AD joint device, that you cannot get your to your on-premise data. Yeah, and. The intro team has actually done a pretty good job in documenting how to do uh, SSO single sign-on from an on-premise, from an Azure AD joint device to on-premise environment. And one of the things that we often hear from customers is we need to move everything to cloud, but there's a big difference between the device identity, the user identity, and the management plane. So you can actually divide the, the, all three of them. So the hybrid user identity that's all good for now when you do uh, the device identity if you are on hybrid today you can stay on hybrid as long as you want but when you are provisioning a new brand new device go to Azure AD go to enter ID do the enter ID join with autopilot uh, for brand new devices
0: and using uh, what is it called cloud key trust
1: uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, for the single sign-on. Yeah, yeah,
0: I I configured that uh, two weeks ago for one of my customers, and. I'd when, when in the past days, uh, we need to configure uh, PKI and having a key trust environment and so on. So uh, there was a lot of work. And nowadays, uh, you have to run a PowerShell script uh, th- <laughs> with two lines. Yes. Uh, there is a, an object <laughs> created, and you have a single sign-on. From
1: it's, it's <laughs> no fun anymore. <laughs> <be a> for, <laughs> for us, no. For <laughs> IT Pro uh, all the work is done by you guys. So uh, like <laughs> installing a PKI infrastructure could take us days, and now it's five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, are but you happy about that, pizza? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely happy about that, yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just joke. <joking.
2: laughs> but, 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 so but again, again I, I see the point about you you doing less, but if we go 10 years back and look yeah. at what we actually did 10 mm. years ago, and when the cloud journey started, as a consultant, people even got more work yeah. because they you still need the knowledge. You still need to have the specialized uh, knowledge. You also need to know how t- things work together and how to integrate things. So, IT pros is never going away. No, definitely. no. no, no. Uh, yeah. But yeah. getting need to, to getting focus tools, on other stuff. Yeah, on yeah. other stuff yeah. that is actually more interesting yeah. um, and being more productive and helping the end user uh, instead. So true. And, and, and with AI, uh, it will be even easier to do, do the work and get the data that you need.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested how that will be evolving in, in the Intune space, in the uh, space so we are we. in. Yeah. Is that a question? That, that no, no, no. Just Agreed. It's a
3: burgeoning space. Yeah. So no one can really tell you 100% how it's going to go, but there's just so much power and we're trying to get those fundamentals in yeah. to really leverage it across all our scenarios. But Sometimes you have to be careful because sometimes um, AI can be a hammer that you're just looking for the right nail <laughs> as opposed yeah. to you know yeah, yeah, yeah. solving the right problems with it is one of the core tenets of the yeah. organization. Um, I mean, going back to your initial question though, the one thing I do want to bring up, even though it's not quite technical, is that there is a big challenge around culture within the organization and fear when it comes to getting enough on prem I see you nodding your head. Like, like yeah. You experienced it as well, right? Yeah. And so you're struggling to Get um, a set of people who are used to a particular environment or who are concerned about this particular app that the person that wrote it either is gone <laughs> for years. Um, I was talking to a customer who had a manufacturing um, IT for a manufacturer, and they were so scared of going, of touching that environment that they were willing to at least try hybrid, even though the messages go straight to full entry and it's there's just a fear there it's like have you gone through the applications do they really need identity are people logging in <laughs> in that way and things of that yeah. nature so i just just wanted to call that out a little bit you know just to-
0: yeah but I, I, what we see with the new things, uh, Pierre, uh, 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 what you mentioned a few few minutes ago, with the single sign-on experience, uh, with the configuration that we have done, it's it's only a few things that we need to do. But the end user experience and the customer experience is so optimal. I I had an education company where I was, and we enabled that uh, in the morning, and yeah, well, let's let's test that on a few devices, and then on the end of the day, there were more than a handful already. Yeah. That yeah. Deployed. And that willingness. Yeah. One yeah. of okay. well, it's, well, it's
2: it's the biggest issues we get from customers is when they're starting to test, test this, they haven't configured the, envi- the on-premise environment correctly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when they yeah. get a brand new SAD joint device, by default, that enrolls in Windows Hello for Business. When you do that and try to access on-premise... Uh, <laughs> then you have an issue Mm. on-premise resources that will fail unless you have configured it correct but as you said it takes five minutes and then then you're done so
0: yeah and it it, that's uh, uh, really helpful to get the adoption of a modern managed device more and more in this in this area so on-prem to cloud Mm. it will definitely help with these kind of things so um, what is the what is the difference between uh, we nowadays? We have Windows 11, and um, one of the things I heard in in the, in the last few days uh, get customers from Windows 10 to Windows 11, um, but that is also helping uh, di- these mm. kind of things mm. To, mm. M- to migrate from Windows 10 to 11, I guess. Agreed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm>, I've <laughs> we discussed this, like uh, in the earlier podcast also that. Uh, while uh, I was at a customer, uh, we were uh, implementing uh, Windows 10 modern managed device, uh, purely, purely uh, uh, Azure AD joined, uh, no passwords. And there was a small group testing Windows 11 also on the site and they just yeah decided overnight to move over to Windows 11 because yeah, yeah. it right. just worked it and w- no issues at all.
2: Yeah, we, We've even worked with uh, w- w- with companies, I think they ro- wrote a white paper themselves, uh, Intel. They migrated um, or upgraded 70,000 uh, Windows 10 to 11 devices within three weeks and then yeah. they leveraged Windows Update for business and Intune to, to configure that with the best end user experience that they have actually ha- ever had for the end user. And the support calls that they got from that one was so low compared to uh, what they used to do when they upgraded with Config Manager. So taking advantage of some of these cloud features, even when you are hybrid joined today, it's so important for a, both for the end user, but also for the cost uh, inside the company.
0: One of one of the biggest challenges within modern managed devices is app management. Uh, you mentioned that already. Um, we we have seen some some new things uh, that, that are coming uh, within within Intune. Um, what 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 direction is that going? Uh, is is there something you can elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, we have the App 32 model today,
2: and we keep improving that. Um, we are almost in the same place as we are with uh, with Config Manager today. Um, what we're doing with the new enterprise app management is just creating catalogs so you don't have to package your uh, application you can just pick them and then they lie inside your your environment and you can deploy them to either your user your your devices and you will get a notification when that application needs to be updated and then with the supersedence model we have inside into that application can be updated on the end-user's uh, device without you having to, again, repackage the uh, the application, figure out what is the command line to actually install the application and uninstall and, and so on. So all of that is taken care of and everything is in your uh, tenant. Some of the things that we hear when customers are using or moving from um, on-premise environment with SCCM uh, on the application side to Intune is the main concern is bandwidth. But with delivery optimization, uh, you can actually get the data from, from your peers and that is, that is between 80 to 90% of the data and the, the rest is getting down from the internet. What we've also have seen with some of the customers that we've worked with is uh, they moved away from config manager and um, uh, to, to Intune for application management. Uh, one of the reasons with a specific customer that I worked with was they wanted to close down data centers around the world. Uh, but the first thing they asked about was, can we get some kind of caching server on that mm-hmm. location? So do you re- just close your data center? Do you really want to connect a, a server? So we helped them configure delivery optimization and and they are actually using that uh, that today. So they have no on-premise uh, servers in, uh, in those I countries. I
1: almost feel sorry for the one guy yesterday in the AMA who is, needs to have an offline uh, uh, environment and it cannot consume Intune and all the mm. great features, so... Yeah, but Config Manager is yeah, is there yeah. for that
2: environment yeah. and yeah. it will be there. Mm. So there will be air-gapped environment and there's nothing we can do about that. Oh, Exactly. I understand
3: yeah. what Peter is saying, though, yeah. like if only they could take advantage of all this great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But Unfortunately, yeah. the
2: requirements yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. And also, the security postures that we can actually do with the cloud is way better than we can do on premise.
1: Oh, definitely. That (laughs) edge. Do we have other things? Do we have other things? Oh, uh, uh, maybe one question. I'm not sure if you c- can talk about it, but uh, you uh, explained how the or that you get an, uh, a notification if an update is available. Is there also something in the works that it's updated automatically via, via Intune, or is that something mm. which is a little bit tricky because you want to maybe we, test we, it?
2: We, yeah, we actually got the question inside the session as well. Um, so, in the beginning, we will not do the auto-update. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one guy in the one side of the room was asking, can we deploy this in a ring method so we can actually mm-hmm. test yeah. it? With, yeah. And that actually contradicts doing auto-update uh, auto like a guy in the other side of the room was saying. Mm-hmm. So w- we, ne- we need to figure out what we can actually do to help both, both scenarios. Uh, in the beginning, there will be no form of mm-hmm. uh, auto Auto update, but we will uh, give you the notification so you yeah. to n- know how and which application that actually needs to be updated, on, and on which devices that need to be updated.
0: And it depends on the country where you are. We had a, uh, we had a recording with Sami yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yep. but in Germany the Works council uh, doesn't uh. allow to install. Uh, so uh, everyone oh, needs to be testing and yep. so on and so on. So,
1: but yeah, the, the the features are there for a goal, right? Vulnerability management, and you want to patch those apps also. And if you have an automated way, then you you, know? you will be safe. In so we still
0: need to move from on-prem to cloud and um all the n- all the enhancements that has been done already uh, uh, will definitely help me uh, to make that movement into the in t- into that direction I guess.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think so also.
0: So we need to take a step the next step with our customers in the Netherlands.
1: Um th- a lot of my customers are already uh, in that process so Yeah, luckily. Yeah.
0: Uh, Otherwise they d- they didn't invite you. No.
1: True. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And even if the customer is running config manager today, by enabling co-management, you would oh get yeah. advantage of... Uh, so many things. In-point yep. analytics, as, a, as one example, where you can see blue screen of theft you can see how the device is actually performing. That is data you don't have access that's, to. That's and, and always
1: it's, 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 the one feature yeah. I show my uh, customers yeah. is, look, uh, watch it once a week mm-hmm. and, and uh, pick out the top 10 of... Uh, Uh, devices which have the most blue screens and uh, prepare a new laptop for the user and call them and say hey i have a new laptop for you Hmm. why yeah because your uh, device is crashing all the time oh uh, i didn't know or (laughs) I didn't care to, to call you. But, uh, that's actually,
2: that is actually one of the issues. Have yeah. to get ahead. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really the ahead. end users is sometimes so tired of IT yeah. that they don't, call, they don't call when there's something wrong. So giving you the data where you can actually do something about it
1: proactively, that will hopefully give you happy yeah, users it, it's, in the future. It's, it's not being used that often, I think. I, I'm not sure if you guys uh, have metrics around that, but a lot of my customers don't know that they have the ability, exibi- yeah, the to, ability to do, do something like that, that.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but the, the the key in that in that direction is the day yeah, you you guys have all the data, and if we can use that data optimally uh, to predict, in some ways, um, I I think that definitely helps to support our end yeah. users in a much yeah. better way. Yeah. And that's uh, if we look in general, I, I think that is the direction. Uh, probably all, all other products are uh, heading in okay. so uh, let's see what that brings That's true yep.
3: really excited about the things i've been hearing about it's not an area that i own but just mm. seeing the foundations that we're building for that yeah so it'll be really really interesting to see how that goes although now i do have to ask you so for all these are customers who are making that transition what what has been the biggest challenge, but also the best part about getting those devices into the cloud?
1: The biggest challenge is... Uh, on average? On average. I think it's, it's convincing the customers uh, that uh, it is not that difficult and that third party applications um, most likely will work. Uh, you need to yeah, test, start testing and, and just enroll your device as an joint device and and just look at your application landscape and see how the client servers, uh, single-summer works or maybe not work and then... Uh, the I do have to
3: ask, are they mainly using Autopilot or are they using other Windows enrollment methods?
1: Uh, autopilot, Okay. okay. Yep.
3: So that's the main thing you do yeah. for the customers. Not yeah, this. but we still I mean, also use something
1: like OSD Cloud to yeah. make sure that uh, okay. that's, uh, the if the hard disk fails that uh, can. things can yeah. be installed and, and that we have an updated device directly um, mm-hmm. so, yeah.
0: yeah and if, if we look at education companies I, I have a few education uh, companies that have the challenge for the, p- the personal the teachers and so on they, had, they are willing to move into modern but if you look at the students Uh, they need a device with hundreds of applications. There are less and less still, but there are still many applications. So they are still using uh, a lot of uh, config manager uh, Mm. to do OSD, uh, enroll complete image with applications, uh, having update management, but that is still in transition to Windows Updates for Business at the moment. Mm. So they do a little hybrid, but they still need OSD. And that's a really specific scenario. But in general, they are moving um, the personnel, the, the, the teachers and so on. Yeah. They are moving into modern and the, the students mm-hmm. in the still conflict management.
3: It's interesting. Um, it's been maybe a year and a half since I was in the EDU space. Surely, are you seeing that because of just how much they need to do, they don't quite have the resourcing they need to test out some of the more modern management pieces? Or you're saying there's pieces of functionality that are just not there yet for them? It's it really might It, it
0: differs a little bit because if it's higher education, mm-hmm. they have their own device. And then uh, it, uh, if we can do bring your own in a mm-hmm. somewhat better way, <laughs> that could help. Uh, but if we look at lower, somewhat lower education, mm-hmm. then we have shared devices that are mm-hmm. used by so many students um, in, in a day. And mm-hmm. that is one of the one of the key things for education. Yeah. Um, if we want if we move into modern shared devices is is not that optimal for education companies mm-hmm. it can be used but it's not that optimal in my opinion just i don't I don't know yeah
1: no, i don't do a lot in the education space so
0: yeah. uh, so, sh- so the shared device yeah. um configuration within intune is good for kiosk and so on and having Uh, I'm at an oil terminal where an operator needs to do stuff that's that's more than fine Mm -hmm. But if you have students walking in and out and must be logging on and so on That's the case.
3: I mean what I'm hearing you say is like We it's easy to approximate shared to a few scenarios where there's that that particular scenario of serial shared Serial logging in and they need the full experience that that's the one that um, There's room for growth
0: (laughs) Yeah, but (laughs) I I mean, absolutely, it. room for growth. I, on the other hand, uh, there are already so much Some improvements done in the past that, that really helps to l- deliver a good experience for that's them. So. And we
3: do have a big focus as um, we're going forward across Microsoft Tools when it comes to various shared scenarios as a whole. It is yeah. mobile and Windows, so it's going to be interesting what we see there. I'm actually almost intrigued now about whether schools are using Windows 365 or that's not there yet. But anyway, we can have that discussion <laughs> later. <laughs> no, I, d- I, d-
0: I think definitely not yet, <laughs> also from a cost perspective, yeah, I yeah, guess. That, that yeah,
3: was, that was it. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> maybe but higher ed, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely.
1: Any
0: other things to bring on the table from you?
1: No, I think
0: we're... We're almost, almost done. Any other thing to mention from that we missed? Probably. Well, that you well, want. They, I you to think say, you yeah. covered most of it. I think we yeah. covered
3: most of it. Yeah. The last. I'll just make a plug for Ignite coming yeah. up, and just lots more announcements coming out over the next few months. Yeah. Um, as we continue to move forward across the board in onboarding, down to cloud, again, it's just about providing everything that we can to help. Our customers make the right choice to get all the value that they get from the cloud
0: yeah so have a look at all the announcements uh, that will be definitely be coming in the next few months uh, about new stuff but also um yeah probably other things that Leo already mentioned Ignite. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Still, the marketing guys. So. <laughs> so, thank you for being here. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we see each other next year. It's the last day. So, uh, yep. probably you will leave uh, th- th- this day or tomorrow or the weekend. But, uh,
2: yeah, end of today. Yeah.
0: Uh, we we'll yeah, definitely yeah. meet up again uh, if there will be a next uh, next one. Yep. And it will be. There so. will be. So, please we be aware for the announcement on the end of the day. Nice. My so.
3: first time here. I really, it was really great, actually. Yeah. Can I say this is the best conference food I've had? I mean, <laughs> <You> <laughs> but anyway, that's thank you. <laughs> but thank that's you. Great, uh, yeah. right. Bye. <laughs>